with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of our creative minds again, together with me as your captain. I welcome you very much on this voyage into the vast and mysterious ocean of our collective consciousness. Today we are setting sail on a journey that will take us from the cave paintings of our ancestors to the emojis and memes of our digital age. We'll be diving into the depths of our digital dialogues and surfacing into the realm of algorithms that seem to know us better than we know ourselves. So fasten your seatbelts, or should I say, secure your life vests as we embark on this thrilling adventure. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, my fellow explorers of the creative mind. Before we dive in, I want to take a moment again to extend a huge thank you to all our listeners tuning in from around the globe, from the United States to Ireland, Germany to Canada. Argentina to United Kingdom, you name it. Ann Arbor, Downers Grove, Buenos Aires, Concordia, Dallas, Greenwich, Rio de Janeiro, Andover, Cambridge, Fairfield, Cork, County Meath, Skibberine, Skull, Balladehub, and to our followers on Instagram at Dechlish at Attitude and at I Love West Cork Artists and our Facebook group, I Love West Cork Artists. Thank you for being part of our online community. Your likes, shares, and comments help us to reach even more people and dive even deeper into these fascinating topics. If you're not following us yet, I encourage you to do so. We share lots of interesting content and updates and we love hearing your thoughts and ideas. If you haven't joined our online communities yet, I warmly invite you to do so. Share your thoughts, your art, your creative journeys. Let's make these spaces a vibrant showcase of creativity and discussion. So, whether you're a long-time listener or tuning in for the first time, thank you. Now, let's dive into today's topic. Today, we're not just diving into the depths of our creative minds, but we're also navigating the vast digital seas of our modern world. From the ancient cave paintings to the hieroglyphs, from the written word to the digital emojis, our modes of communication have evolved dramatically. And in this evolution, we've left behind a rich tapestry of human expression for future generations to decipher. So, one might wonder, how will the humans of the future interpret our dialogues plagued by drawings and animations? And while we're on the subject of the digital age, let's not forget about the algorithms. Those complex sets of instructions that are becoming increasingly adept at predicting our behaviors, our likes, our dislikes, and sometimes even our deepest, darkest secrets. It's almost as if they know us better than we know ourselves. 
But what does this mean for us as individuals? And what implications does it have for our society? In our journey through the annals of human communication, we find that our ancestors left behind a rich tapestry of expression. Cave paintings, hieroglyphs and written words each tell a story of their time, a snapshot of the human experience. Today, our modes of communication have evolved dramatically. We've moved from cave walls to digital screens, from hieroglyphs to emojis, from written words to memes. These digital dialogues, as I like to call them, are our modern cave paintings, our contemporary hieroglyphs. They are the symbols and signs that we use to express our thoughts, our feelings, our ideas. The Rosetta Stone is an ancient artifact that was discovered in Egypt in 1799. It's a slab of black basalt stone, and it's inscribed with a decree issued in 196 BC by King Ptolemy V. What makes the Rosetta Stone so special? is that this decree is written in three scripts, ancient Greek, Demotic, and Egyptian hieroglyphs. At the time the Rosetta Stone was discovered, scholars could read ancient Greek, but Egyptian hieroglyphs were a mystery. They had been forgotten for almost 2,000 years. But because the same message was written in all three scripts on the Rosetta Stone, scholars could use the Greek and Demotic texts as a guide to decipher the hieroglyphs. The man who cracked the code was Jean-Francois Champollion, a French scholar. In 1822, after many years of study, he was able to translate the hieroglyphs on the Rosetta Stone. This was a groundbreaking achievement because it opened up a whole new world of knowledge about ancient Egypt. The Rosetta Stone contains the same text written in three different scripts, Greek, Demotic, and Hieroglyphs. Greek was well understood by scholars at the time of the stone's discovery, and Demotic was partially understood. However, the knowledge of how to read hieroglyphs had been lost for nearly 2,000 years. The key to unlocking hieroglyphs lay in the assumption that the three scripts all contained the same message. Jean-Francois Champollion, a French scholar, started by using his knowledge of Greek and Demotic to identify proper names in the hieroglyphic text. This was possible because names in the hieroglyphic script were enclosed in an overring known as a cottage, making them easier to spot. Champollion noticed that the hieroglyphs that represented the sounds of the Greek name Ptolemy were used in the same way in other parts of the hieroglyphic text. This led him to the realization that hieroglyphs could represent both objects and sounds, much like letters in the English alphabet. This was a major breakthrough because until then, many people believed that each hieroglyph represented an entire word or idea. Using this new understanding, Champollion and other scholars were able to gradually decipher the hieroglyphic script and begin translating other ancient Egyptian texts. This opened up a whole new world of understanding about ancient Egyptian culture, religion, and history. So, when we talk about needing a Rosetta Stone to understand something, we're referring to the need for a key or a guide that can help us decipher or understand something that is otherwise difficult to comprehend. In the context of our digital dialogues, the question is whether future generations will need a similar kind of key to understand our emojis and memes. But let's take a moment and think about the people of the future. How will they make sense of our conversations filled with emojis and memes? Will they look at our digital messages the same way we look at ancient cave paintings or those mysterious Egyptian symbols? Or will they need their own special tool to figure out what we were saying? Just to clarify, the Rosetta Stone is a bit like a master key. It's an old stone slab that was discovered centuries ago, and it had the same message written in three different types of writing, including those mysterious Egyptian symbols, also known as hieroglyphs. Because of this, scholars were able to understand hieroglyphs for the first time. So, the big question is, will the people of the future need something like the Rosetta Stone to understand our emojis, 
and memes. And this brings us to the role of AI. As we know, AI is becoming increasingly adept at understanding and generating human language. But can it understand the nuances of our digital dialogues? Can it decipher the meanings behind our emojis and memes? And more importantly, can it help future generations understand our digital expressions? And while we ponder on that, let's not forget about the silent observers of our digital dialogues, the algorithms. These complex sets of instructions are becoming increasingly adept at predicting our behaviors, our likes, our dislikes, and sometimes even our deepest, darkest secrets. It's almost as if they know us better than we know ourselves. But what does this mean for us as individuals? Are we losing our sense of self to these digital entities? Or are they simply mirrors, reflecting our digital selves back to us? These are the questions we'll be exploring in today's episode. We'll be diving deep into the depths of our digital dialogues, surfacing into the realm of algorithms, and exploring the implications of living in a world where machines might know us better than we know ourselves. So, hold on tight, my fellow explorers, as we set sail on this exciting adventure. Here's to the discoveries that await us in the vast ocean of our creative minds. Let's start with our digital dialogues. Emojis, memes, GIFs, these are the hieroglyphs of our time. They are a language of their own, a language that we have created to express our thoughts, our feelings, our ideas in the digital realm. But unlike the written word, these digital symbols are not bound by the rules of grammar or syntax. They are fluid, dynamic, open to interpretation. And this is where the challenge lies for future generations. How will they interpret our digital dialogues? Will they see the humor in our memes, the emotions in our emojis, the stories in our GIFs? Or will they be lost in translation, unable to decipher the meanings behind these digital symbols? These are complex questions, and there are no easy answers. But one thing is clear, as we navigate the digital seas of our modern world, we must be mindful of the traces we leave behind. Our digital dialogues, our interactions with algorithms, these are all part of our digital footprint. And just like our ancestors left behind cave paintings and hieroglyphs for us to decipher, we are leaving behind a digital legacy for future generations to interpret. This is All right, so far so good. Over the past few weeks, I've received some thought-provoking questions from you, our listeners where I would like to go a little bit deeper into. So one question that stood out was from Victoria from Buenos Aires. She asked, how will the humans of the future interpret our dialogues plagued by drawings and animations? So I thought this is a fascinating question and it's something we've touched upon in our discussion today. Our digital dialogues filled with emojis, memes and GIFs are a new form of human expression. They are a language of their own, a language that is constantly evolving. So how future generations will interpret this language is something that remains to be seen. And um, I was meditating a little bit about that and I came up with three ideas. So first would be that future generations might interpret our dialogues plagued by drawings and animations as a form of universal language that transcendent cultural and linguistic barriers. They might see our emojis and memes as a global pictographic script, much like the uh, hieroglyphs of ancient Egypts that enabled people from different parts of the world to communicate their emotions and 
ideas in a visual engaging way so the second is that in the future our dialogue filled with drawings and animations could be seen as a reflection of our society's shift towards more visual and interactive forms of communication. Future historians might study our memes and emojis to understand the social and cultural trends of our time, much like how we study cave paintings to learn about the lives of our prehistorical ancestors. So the third would be that our dialogues filled with drawings and animations might be interpreted by future generations as a testament to the human capacity for creativity and innovation. They might see our use of emojis and memes as an evolution of language that leveraged technology to create new ways of expressing and thoughts and feelings. Just as we marvel at the ingenuity of ancient civilizations in creating complex scripts like hieroglyphs, future generations might marvel at our ability to communicate complex ideas through simple digital symbols. Uh, but one thing is for sure, just like we study the cave paintings and hieroglyphs of our ancestors to understand their lives and cultures, future generations will likely study our digital dialogues to understand ours. That's for sure. And I mean, I hope that this uh, gives you a little bit a clue, Victoria, and, um, and an answer for me as well. So, um, then I have another question that is from, from, from Pastora from Argentina. She's one of my greatest listeners and she was as well already in my podcast and you guys you can listen to this conversation. Uh, I don't know the number anymore. It's, it's, it's far, far, far more down by the 80s, uh, number 80 or something like this. Um, it was very interesting. I mean, so uh, uh, she asked, when algorithms know more about you as a person than yourself, What does that mean for us? So, uh, I mean, yeah, this is a deep and complex question. So, and uh, as we are, as we've discussed today, because I was thinking already doing a podcast about this, and this question inspired my podcast already somehow. So, as we as we've discussed today, algorithms are becoming increasingly adept at predicting our behaviors, our likes and our dislikes. They are collecting vast amounts of data about us and in some cases they may even know us better than we know ourselves. But but does this mean we are losing our sense of self? I question myself too, you know. So but I think I think not necessarily. So I think it's It is important to remember that while algorithms can predict our behaviors, they don't define us now. And this, I hope, I mean, this, that the acceleration is not going so quick that, that all of a sudden that we will do. But I think we are more than the sum of our digital footprints. So our identities, ourselves, uh, are complex and multi-factored and they can't be reduced to a set of data points. So, not us. I mean, maybe we are the last generation of, 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 of human beings somehow in, in this century and, and, and then things will change. Nobody knows and, and nobody can predict that. 
but uh, currently currently we we are more than the sum of our digital footprints that's for sure and uh, as long as our heart is still beating i think we still can uh, we have to remind actually so 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 to to hug each other even after after covid and all that you know so i think generation has to come back a little bit to this more to this to this um to this society um to who can who can show um yeah love you know and understanding you know so these are just some of the questions we received from our listeners and uh, if you have a question or a topic you'd like us to explore in a future episode please don't hesitate to reach out you can contact us through our social media platforms including instagram at Tetschlich attitude and i love west cork artists and our facebook group i love west cork artists i mean i can't stress it often enough join this group we love hearing from you and your questions and ideas help us shaping our discussions so don't hesitate to ask a question even if you think it's as stupid as possible oh, no there is we all know that there is no stupid questions so so and like you see um questions like like those from pastora and and victoria they um they they really they inspire me how to research on some subjects deeper you know so as we Set sail on our digital voyage. Let's strive to create meaningful dialogues to engage with algorithms in a way that enhance our sense of self and to leave behind a digital legacy that future generations can learn from and be inspired by, I would say, in the positive way we can see it. No? And with that, my fellow explorers, we come to the end of this episode. I hope you've enjoyed this journey as much as I have. I look forward to our next adventure together in the vast ocean of our creative minds. And until then, keep exploring, keep questioning, keep creating. And remember, the journey is the destination. Until our paths cross again in the digital seas, keep your minds open, your spirit high and your creativity flowing. Thank you for having you here and thank you for listening it was beautiful have a great week and i say goodbye hopefully see you next week 10 o'clock early confession next sunday bye bye you live bye bye you have listened to artitude west cork's first art fashion and design podcast Attitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.